What y'all thought I forgot about y'all, man? I didn't, man. Welcome to the first episode of the New Year's. It's yours truly, Mr. Fun with Della Jones, and welcome back to Get To Wealthy. <laughs> Sponsored by Anchor.fm, the easiest way to start a podcast. You guys looking to start a podcast, definitely check out Anchor.fm. And of course, shout out to all our, our distribution, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, uh, iHeartRadio, Amazon. Your boys everywhere. Your boys gone global. I'm doing my thing. You feel what I'm saying? Now... Let's get down to business. And it seems like we need to talk about and discuss a more important topic nowadays. Hmm. Gentrification. It's something that we all don't want to go through. It's something all something we all don't want to see. But at the end of the day, like it's it's happening. You know what I mean? It's definitely happening. Gentrification is everywhere. So First things first, we all ask, first of all, gentrification for those that don't know, is basically when, when they pretty, when they pretty much tear down the neighborhood and build and build up some, and build up some new stuff to bring in a certain demographic. You know what I mean? I know that ain't, I know that ain't the English dictionary, but that's definitely my dictionary of gentrification. They trying to bring in a certain group. So what they do, they start raising everything up. They start building certain things around there, attract a certain different type of clientele. See, you know, it's one thing, it's one thing when you live in the hood, when you when you black, when you live in the ghetto. But when you start seeing white folks just walk through the neighborhood comfortable, you sit back and ask yourself and say, there goes the neighborhood. Because in certain places, in certain parts of town, you just look like, man, don't know, you don't never see no white people around here. There goes the neighborhood right there. Now, one business, one business that I've always, I, I personally don't have no beef with y'all, so trust me, if you if you listening to my episode, just know, I, it's nothing personal. It's nothing personal, but let me speak on it. I always said to myself, Anytime you see a Starbucks pop up, there goes the neighborhood. Now, I don't got no beef with Starbucks, but we all know who Starbucks is targeted for. We all know that, right? Okay, just wanted to make sure. Because, see, in the black community, we don't, you know, it's like we get Starbucks, but Starbucks is meant to bring in a different type of crowd. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's meant for. Like for us, we don't get see, we don't get we don't get coffee shops and bagel shops. You know what I mean? We don't get coffee and bagel shops and stuff like and little pastries, bakeries and stuff. We don't get all that stuff in the hood. We don't. That's more for the rich folks. That's for the rich folks and that's for the white folks. Simple. You know what I mean? If for us to get go to a, a bakery and a bagel shop, we gotta go across town somewhere. We gotta go uptown somewhere or Somewhere, in the, somewhere with the rich folks there. That's what we get. Like that's where we get all the pastries and bakeries and all those type of spots. You know, they know the spot. They know the spots where they can get like some good, some good cakes. Hell, we just go to Safeway. We go to the grocery store and go get a little cake. Go to Costco's or BJ's or something. Go get a cake. They know where to go get an official cake at. You know what I mean? But when you look at bakeries, when you look at like little bagel shops, Starbucks. When you see these places come up, 
There goes the neighborhood. You feel what I'm saying? Because that just goes to show to let you know. They building stuff up to bring in a certain type of demographic. I got one better for you. Right here in the DMV, right? I was riding through Southeast. You know what I mean? They built one of my favorite restaurants over in Southeast. Roman Rooster. So anytime I'm on this side, I'm like, you know, I want to stop at Roman Rooster and get me a chicken sandwich. Shout out to Roman Rooster, by the way. Black-owned chicken spot, man. Make sure you guys stop by. But right there in that little section where that Roman Rooster sits at, that's the harder, that's the harder, that's like the harder to ghetto right there. You know what I mean? That's like, that area is pure hood right there. That whole area is pure hood right there in that little section. But you know what they built over there? It's a Lidl's. It's an Ant Pizza. It's a luxury apartment right there in the middle. And of course, there's a Starbucks right there now. That Starbucks wasn't always right there, but you know what? It is now, because guess what? They slowly, they slowly trying to take apart the neighborhood. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to slowly take apart just so people, just so, just, just so a certain demographic can start moving in. But see, here's the thing that they try to get you to, here's what they try to get people to do. They tell the white people, no, 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 go ahead and buy your house now. Okay? Because in a few years, we gonna have, they they not gonna be around here. So go ahead and buy your house. I know I know it's a little ghetto and it's a little hood around here, but go ahead and buy your house now. You feel me? Go ahead and buy your house now because in a few years they gonna be gone. So that's why you see white folks. You you might see some white folks buy houses in the hood and stuff like that. Cause you first think like, why would you want to buy a house right here? They buying early. They getting it. They getting it now. So when so when so when we're gone, they already set. They got what they looking for. They got their spot already solidified and everything. You feel what I'm saying? That's 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 just that's smart on their part. See, it's black people, man. I don't know if y'all remember that scene in Boys in the Hood when Man Furious took them through the took them took them to Compton, and he was talking about gentrification. You feel me? He said we need to keep. We need to keep the we need to keep the neighborhood black, black owned with black money. See, the problem with that is, when you say black owned with black money, we don't appreciate our own community. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. As black people, we don't appreciate our own community. We don't appreciate what we have. We don't. We take our own community up first. We, it's like we tear, we tear our stuff up, which now forces us, we got to go on the other side of town just to go do something. That doesn't make any sense. I'm over there driving, right? You know, when I do, when I do DoorDash and stuff, I'm just, I was just driving. It's nothing worse. Driving through the neighborhood. I had to pick an order up. From just just a little like a little carry out spot or some, you know some little little local little local carry out chicken joint whatever it is, I'm walking them to the door. The window busted. The window busted. Glass glass got cracking. Somebody tried to break in that jump. And and I asked myself this: What you trying to break into? What you trying to break into a carry out for? See that? See. Which goes back to my bagel shop. See, this is what this is how you know this is how you know you're in the hood though. See, we don't have bagels in Starbucks. Oh no, nah. we got Dunkin' Donuts. 
You might get a Krispy Kreme every now and then, but Krispy Kreme might be on the opposite side. But damn sure it's going to be Dunkin' Donuts. And we got a lot of chicken joints. We got fast food, chicken joints, curry outs, pizza spots. That's what we got. But we breaking into our own business. We breaking into our own stores in the neighborhood. Why? You, you breaking into the local curry out. Why? I remember, I remember I was going to my favorite breakfast spot one morning. Windows was boarded up. They had to put cardboard on the junk. Cause I'm like, who breaks into a who breaks into a soul food spot? I only go doing breakfast time most time. That's the only time I can get over there. But who breaks into who breaks into a soul food spot? Went to Dunkin' Donuts one morning. Like the piece, first of all, the pizza joint next to it is closed. And on top of that, the Dunkin' Donuts, both windows was broke. I said, who breaks into Dunkin' Donuts? Who breaks into Dunkin' Donuts? And then you wonder why we don't get anything. Because why businesses don't want to come around here. Businesses don't want no, no parts of us. As a, as a, as a hardworking store owner, who the hell wants to wake up? You going to your place of business. Who wants to wake up and your windows is broke? Your glasses busted. That made people not even want to come around here. You trying to you trying to you trying to find a spot. You trying to find a spot where you know you trying to find a spot. Where you like oh, you know we're gonna open up my shop at. We're we're gonna open up my shop at. You trying to be a black owned business. You like you no, know I'm gonna be a black owned business in a black neighborhood. You go to your shop one morning and your windows is busted. Your windows are broke. Now you gotta put cardboard up. All because the windows are broke. Come on, man. This is how we treat our. This is how we treat our own. This is how we treat our own stuff. And then you wonder why we don't get nothing. The first thing a lot of people always blame is they always blame white people. Oh, you know the, the white people doing that. The white people—that's not the white people acting fool. That's us. That's us. All change. All change is not bad change. I'm gonna say this right now. You can upgrade the hood without kicking out black people. But see, in their minds, is they. But see, they their their whole idea is they, if they're gonna upgrade the area. They're gonna upgrade by kicking our asses out. That's what that's that's their that's what gentrification and that's how the government and the policies work. It's not oh yeah, yeah, we'll build y'all some new houses and stuff. Yeah, don't worry about it. No, nah, we're gonna build some new houses, alright. But we're gonna build some new houses for some new people to come around here. That's what we gonna do. And you feel what I'm saying? So, but we gotta stop tearing our stuff up though. I worked I worked Lost Adventure for a number for a number, number, number of years. Number of years. We can't even shop at our own department stores. At first, see, at first, back then, when I first started doing Lost Adventure, anytime I used to hear old people be like, I'm going to, like, because, you know, I'm from, I'm from the DMV, so, you know, we consider, like, Virginia is, like, that's what, a, that's what a white, rich, that's what the white folks and the rich people stay at. That's what the white folks stay at and stuff like that. So, anytime old people always come across it, that's, well, I'm, let me, let me, let me say this before I continue my, before I continue my story, to us, Virginia is considered luxury. All right, I'm gonna just, just put it like that Virginia is considered luxury. DC and Virginia is considered luxury. So, anytime I used to always hear people come in and be like, I'm going across the bridge to Virginia, they, the, the Ross in Virginia and the TJ Maxx in Virginia, they don't do this. See, but be, me, be, me being me back in the day, I used to be like, man, we'll take your. Then shoot, take your ass to a 
Jesus, man. You coming in here crying about this, blah, 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 blah. But see, my, but me now, see, that, I, I was young. I was like 20, 21 at the time. <laughs> Don't mind me, guys. I, I was young at the time. But now I understand it now. Going into 30, I'm just like 10 years later, I'm sitting there thinking like, we don't even want to shop in our own stores. Cause one, we don't get nothing. I'm not a big I'm not a big shopper of, of places like TJ Maxx and stuff like that. Last time I shopped heavy at TJ Maxx was when I worked there. But we don't we we don't even go there because I've even heard people say like, oh yeah, man, you know the the the, the TJ Maxx across the bridge where they get this 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 and this. Why? Because they get better stuff. Because one they they, they, they actually appreciate their store. We over here, we don't appreciate our stuff. We make our stores, we make our stores go out of business. You feel me? The local beauty supply store, that don't, they don't be closing because why? People coming in, they want to steal. You go into, you go into your local TJ Maxx and Rose. You see, you seeing four, five hundred dollars worth of merchandise walking out the door. I'm not saying white people don't steal, cause white people steal too. But white people, when they steal, they use their white privilege. I know such and such, and my husband is this, this, this. And what do you mean? I, I've been on, I've been law enforcement. They like to throw their white privilege card in. But white people steal too. Don't, don't get it twisted. But where does it happen more often? In the black community. And when we steal, we steal crazy. We steal crazy. We go into the local C. We go into the local CVS. We go into the local grocery store. Be walking out with three or four. Be walking out with three or four tubs of laundry detergent. When y'all see them people selling that stuff on the corner, it's not me busting. It's not me busting that hustle. We all know. Old school people like myself, we already know. When you see them people selling, when you see them people selling socks and all that stuff, socks and laundry detergent and all that stuff on the corner, where you think they get it from? You think they went? There, you went? You think they went there and spent their hard earned money just to flip it on the street? No, that is not. That is not what they did. And all of us know that already. They they probably and I, I say it like this: they probably didn't steal it personally themselves, but they know some. But they got to connect. They got to connect where they can buy from to flip it themselves. Why? People running out with coats. People running out. People running out with coats. People running out with t-shirt packs and people running out with underwear packs. People running out with belts. It's like, bro, like this, this is what we do. This is how we treat our own stores. And you wonder why when the white folks, when you wonder why when it's gentrification, when you wonder why when white folks move in, it, they, we're making their job easy. We're making their job easy because why? Store owners are packing up and they getting out of here. But black folks, y'all don't act like this when y'all 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 don't act like this when y'all go when y'all go up to them rich people neighborhoods. Y'all don't. Y'all don't act like that. Cause y'all already know. The cops be on your ass. The store security guard be on your ass. Everybody be on your ass. You know what I'm saying? Y'all think they be thinking, they be thinking, they be thinking, uh, they be thinking security in the they be thinking the security guards when they in black stores be bad. Shoot. Let you be black going to let you be black going to a white bro in them rich people neighborhoods in them rich stores. Let you be black going in there. Oh, they following you everywhere. They gonna make you uncomfortable to the point you don't even want to steal. You don't want to steal? Hell no! Hell no! You don't want to steal? They looking at you. You walk in, they just staring at you. Just hey, how you doing today? 
You all right? Need some help with something? Yeah, those glasses sure do look good, don't they? They making your ass uncomfortable. You and that joint is like, at this point, you like, man, look, man. Even if you want to buy something, you be like, shit, not today, brother. I ain't buying nothing up in here. Because they, they trying to send you a stern message and be like, try it if you want to. You ain't about to steal nothing out of here. I mean, let's be let's be real, man. We don't we barely even got grocery stores in the hood now. We don't even get we don't even get name brand grocery stores no more. They barely hanging on. Most some neighbor some neighborhoods gotta drive 15 minutes just to go to the nearest grocery store. You gotta drive 15 minutes on the other side of town to go to the grocery store. We like our our grocery stores are closing down, but then they bringing in Lidl's and Aldi's. It's nothing wrong with Lidl's and Aldi's, but Lidl's and Aldi's ain't no giant. It ain't no safe way. You know what I mean? I know shoppers, I think shoppers going out of business or something. I don't know, but it ain't no, it ain't no giant. It ain't no safe way. It ain't no, what's it, uh, Wes Market? It ain't none of that. But we get Lidl's. I seen, I seen a grocery store where I used to live at. That don't got closed down and become a Dollar Tree. That big grocery store got closed down and be a Dollar Tree. That's crazy. And then I don't even want to, I don't even want to talk about Dollar Trees, do, Dollar Trees, Dollar General, Family Dollar. I don't even want to talk about those in black neighborhoods. Because those is ten times worse. You ever go to a you ever go to a Dollar Tree in the black in a in the in a black neighborhood? You 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 so you be so disgusted, you just walk out there, Joe. You do. You you walking you walking Dollar Tree in a black in a black neighborhood. We ain't talking about in a, a wealthy neighborhood. We talking about in a black neighborhood. First of all, having the packages be open, the shelves be empty. You be sitting there thinking like, damn, do anybody even work here? <laughs> like, what's going on up in here? It be one cashier. It be one cashier. Lying all the way in the back with one cashier. Customers, it seemed like customers, it seemed like customer service in the black community, in black in the black stores of the Dollar Tree, it just don't exist. You know what I'm saying? The line be a mile long. Sometimes it just be another worker just walking around, just be looking like, I ain't got a hop on the register. But this is how we treat our stores though, man. And then y'all wonder why gentrification come in and y'all just and now all of a sudden we look confused. You go in the Dollar General. I personally I can't stand Dollar General. Going in a black Dollar General in the black hood, in the black neighborhood, man, no, I can't. I ain't never been to a store where where I'm looking for stuff, but y'all got boxes piled up in the house. It's like, are y'all ever gonna put this stuff on the shelf? I could be going there, something looking for. I could be looking for something simple, like, man, where's uh, they don't got the deodorant I'm looking for, or something like that. That y'all probably sitting in one of these boxes. I got, I gotta sit here and go through the boxes just to look for something. Being that y'all, uh, you know, I got something from here last time. I don't see it. Where's probably sitting there in that box, in this box sitting right here on the in the middle of the floor. You be sitting there, do anybody work here at this point? I'm just saying, do anybody work here? It's like I just roll the stuff to the floor and just let it sit there. It's like this how we this how we treat our stores though. For real, man. But when it comes to gentrification, man, and it's, it's not gonna be a lot of apartments around. In the next five, maybe five, ten years. There's not gonna be a lot of them. If they are, they're gonna the rent will be super high. 
Because see, what gentrification like to do is they like to target areas closed by train stations. That way, people that way people can just walk to the train station, go get on the train, go to work. That most people work in the city anyway, so they get in, they they hop on the train, go to work, hop on the train, walk back home. They they don't even got to move their car. That's that's saving them. That's saving them gas. They don't got to move their car. You know what I mean? They don't got they don't got move they don't got move their car until they get home. Then they probably got to go to the store or something. I don't know. But those areas by the train station get hit the most. They get hit heavy. You feel me? I look at my old neighborhood. The place I call home better than anything. I know that I know in the next five or ten years I'm probably not gonna remember that place. Because if you ever if, like when anytime I go through there, those houses that those houses in that neighborhood are so old. You gotta remember that's an old like that neighborhood may not be as bad as it was when I was growing up and I was when I was living around there, but because most people probably grew up and they moved out. But that neighborhood is most of those those houses are filled with like your grandparents' houses. Like, oh grandma used to live here. Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? These are those are like one story, one floor houses. Like those houses look like they got built in like the sixties and the seventies. And they just look old. So you already know, like when gentrification hit, they gonna take that. They gonna that's the that's a target area because they're like, oh look at all these old houses, look at all these old look at all these old houses here. Okay, they are gonna try to see if they can buy all these people out because that's an old it's a it's an old neighborhood. You know what I mean? So when you see stuff like that, like that's that's what's gonna get hit. That's gonna get hit the most. DC, DC is gentrified as hell. DC is probably not, it's still bad, but it's not as bad as it used to be probably like 20 years ago. Cause certain areas you roll through, they don't look the same as they did 20 years ago. They don't look the same as they did back in the nineties and the eighties. You know, even on my side of town, you know, man, I, 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 stay, in, I stay in PG, but P, like Northern PG is already gentrified. Now they about to come out to the now they to come out to the southern side of PG, aka the neighborhood I was just talking about, and further south. The thing about what gentrification is too, they already they already are. They, it's crazy because they're already they're already starting. People are just not noticing. Anytime you anytime you see, first of all, they're already building like modern they're building like modern townhomes and stuff up like that. That's the sign right there. They trying to build up more houses. They're not building up houses for us. They're not building up homes for us. That's for that's for them. That's for the, that's for when the new group come in. That's not for us. Cause I put it to you like this: If they wanted to rebuild the neighborhood, don't you think they would have been did that by now? If that was for us, don't you think they would have been start building them houses up? Don't you think they would have been start building them luxury apartments up? If they wanted to keep us, they would have been there that years ago. They would have been there years ago. I remember growing when I was in high school. Every like on our pack on our walk home, across the street, like on one side you got these these hood apartments, but on the other side they was working. This was when I was in high school. They was working on them townhomes. Them townhomes and stuff are up now. That's a little luxury, little nice little house. But you got to ask yourself. 
Which one you think is going to stay? They already built up some, some new houses. You think they about to keep some new houses next to a ghetto-ass apartment complex? No. Give it a couple of years. That's, that's going to be, them apartments are going to be gone. They're either going to be gone or they're going to be, they're going to be renovated in, in luxury now. I'm just saying, you got to realize, you got to realize what you're up against. It's coming. People don't realize that gentrification is coming whether we like it or not. I was reading something that um where I live at where I live at, they signed a, a bill saying something about affordable rent. It's like an affordable rent bill. First of all, I don't know what they consider affordable because rent is rent is like damn near pushing up to fifteen hundred dollars. You wanna you paying fifteen hundred dollars to live in the hood? At this point, at this point, especially like for my little cousins who they like, they like 15, 16 years old. By the time they get out of college, ain't gonna be no such thing as getting your first apartment. It's gonna be getting your first town home. Ain't gonna be no ain't gonna be no apartment left. You really want to pay that eighteen hundred dollars for to rent an apartment? That's different. But I was reading somewhere when they was like they made a affordable rent bill back in two thousand and thirteen. It was supposed to last for fifteen years. We are in 2023. Now, mind you, here in the DMV, they got also got an, a, another train line opening up. They're supposed to open in another three years. In 2026. So let's let, let's let's do the math here. We got a new train line in 2000. You got a new train line opening in 26. You got a, a this bill that's set to expire in 28. Quote unquote. So basically, what they're telling us is we plan to have this neighborhood looking different within the next five years. We're planning on having this. We're planning on having. We're planning on this. This this plan will look different in the next five years. And five years are gonna fly by like that, with the quickness. I'm gonna be real with you. PG County used to be used to be one of the wealthiest African American counties in the US. PG County is no longer a wealthy African American county. A lot of it has fallen apart because why a lot of people are commuting south outside of the county. A lot of people, matter of fact, it's so crazy because a lot of people are moving 30 minutes. Outside of the city, 30, almost an hour outside of the city. People got to commute back to the city to work. But a lot of people are now commuting 30 minutes outside of the city. Outside, not, not even just outside of the city, but outside the general metro area. People are moving 30 minutes outside the area. Can't afford it. Can't afford to live in the area. Can't, can't afford to live in the city or the metro area because they're kicking us out. They're kicking us out. And they're bringing a certain group in. So I'm going to tell people like this. All change is not bad change when it comes to gentrification. But when, when, but when the change means we have to go, the people of color got to go. We don't want to see our neighborhoods. We don't want to see them take. We don't want to see them take our neighborhoods. But we also got to have accountability for ourselves.
And we got to stop tearing up our own communities. We got to stop tearing up. We got to stop tearing up our own communities. That's what we got to do. We shoot when you shooting. We shooting and robbing and killing each other. People are moving out. People are moving out of the neighborhood because they be like, oh, it's not safe to live there no more. And you know what's happening? The government are the government is sitting back, and they're just like, no, oh, they be like, go ahead. We're making their job easier. We're making their job easier. When we when when a percentage of us get up and leave, they're only looking like, okay, we got we got some houses. We got some houses right here. We we got right. Ooh, we got some houses right here. Then another percentage of us leave. Okay, we got some houses right there. We about to, we about to, <laughs> we about to, we about to, we about to mess with the property on this side here. We about to jack the, the property value up. But that's how it is, man. Keep the neighborhood black. We gotta believe in each other, man. It's your man, phone with Della Jones, man. Signing out, boy. Let's start this New Year's, this New Year's off right. You dig what I'm saying? I'm gone, y'all. Peace.